I Drive SoCal is brought to you by the very best auto retailers from across Southern California. When it's time for you to buy or even just kick the tires on the idea of buying, just go to idrivesocal.com and click on dealers. idrivesocal.com, click on dealers and get connected. Now, on with the podcast. Welcome to iDrive SoCal, the podcast all about mobility from the automotive capital of the United States, Southern California. I'm Tom Smith, and in this episode, we're talking about automated driving. Specifically, we're going to identify the different levels of automated driving. But before we can do that, we need to frame the rather complex issue. We hear a lot about driver-assisted technology, driverless technologies, robotic cars, autonomous vehicles, and the like. Personally, I get excited about all of it, and I can't wait for it to get here. But the reality is that some automated driving technology, depending on how you look at it, a lot of it actually is already here. The topic can be confusing because of the definition of the different levels of automation that fall under the umbrella of quote-unquote automated driving. The topic can also be confusing because there's many different major industries and organizations dealing with it and they all have skin in the game, so to speak. First, you have the for-profit companies that want to bring automated driving technology to you and me, the consumers. That includes traditional automotive manufacturers like General Motors, newcomers to automotive manufacturing like Tesla, but it also includes technology companies like Google's self-driving arm Waymo and Uber. Then there's the existing federal government agencies that need to keep us safe by managing their current domains but still accepting, if not embracing, the future. These entities include NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, and NTSB, the National Transportation Safety Board. Both of these organizations were on the scene to investigate a Tesla crash here in LA just a few weeks ago. And then we have the different states in the U.S. deciding what they're going to allow and not allow. And That's even been an issue just from a perspective of testing technology that would eventually be implemented. For example, Arizona has become the beneficiary of companies moving there to test automated driving tech that California has wanted to move more slowly in allowing. And let's not forget groups like Consumer Watchdog, who we spoke to a couple weeks back. They're basically saying, hey, this is all great, but let's proceed with caution because this is a very big, hairy issue. I might be forgetting something or some group, but you get the point. The topic of automated driving is big. There's a great deal at stake for powerful groups. And because of that, it's been and will probably continue to be quite a fluid situation. With all that in mind, there's one more group to mention the Society of Automotive Engineers. You're probably aware of them, and you have been for a long time. You just don't know it. They usually go by their acronym, SAE. You've seen that around various automotive documentation, haven't you? I know I have, but I didn't realize it until just recently. Anyway, SAE, the Society of Automotive Engineers, is relevant here because just a couple years ago, NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, decided to accept SAE's definition of the various levels of automated driving. So NHTSA has a cool timeline on their website 
In case you want to check it out, we have a link to it through this podcast post on iDrive SoCal. Now, NHTSA refers to automated driving technologies as vehicle safety features or safety technology. And that's fair, all things considered. But that can also further confuse the issue. Just know that the terms can be used interchangeably to refer to technology that will deliver similar outcomes. So again, SAE, the Society of Automotive Engineers, has defined six levels of driving automation, which NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, has accepted. One last element of confusion. The six levels are labeled zero through five because the first level involves no automation at all. So here we go with the levels. Level zero, it's referred to as no automation. You, the driver, are executing all tasks of operating the vehicle. Then you have level one. This is referred to as driver assistance. You, the driver, are in control, but you have the option to have the vehicle execute some tasks of driving. Those tasks might include steering for you a little bit or braking or accelerating for you a little bit, but it cannot execute both steering and braking or accelerating at the same time. Basic cruise control, which we've had seemingly forever, falls into this level one category. Level two, this is referred to as partial automation. In this case, the vehicle can execute both steering and braking or accelerating at the same time, but you, the driver, must remain engaged and ready to take over at any moment. Tesla's autopilot function has been here since 2014. And that's why NHTSA and the NTSB were investigating that recent accident here in LA. Level three, that's called conditional automation. Here, the vehicle can drive itself, but you, the driver, are still a necessity. And you must be ready to take control at any moment. Then you have level four. This is high automation. At this point, the driver is completely optional, but the car will only function in a designated geographic area, like within a city's limits. Then you have level five. Now, this is the biggie and the one that some say will probably be a long way off, and that's full automation. Driver is completely optional. The vehicle can drive itself anywhere, and that's key. Anywhere is key. The reason why many say level five is likely a long way off is because of the probable need for infrastructure across the country to be able to communicate with or guide vehicles. Just think of it. Every road across the country has to be marked just so in order for the full automation of level five. That's every interstate, every highway, every street, boulevard, side street, alleyway, etc. That's a crazy thought. So going back to level four with high automation, Waymo has not only been testing this technology in Arizona since last year, but they've recently been given approval to deploy it to the general public. And Waymo says that Phoenix residents will be able to hail driverless Chrysler Pacifica hybrids by the end of this year. Let me restate that so it sinks in. By the end of this year, residents in Phoenix, Arizona will be hailing driverless vehicles to take them around town. So back to the top of this podcast, 
I stated the reality is that some automated driving technology, depending on how you look at it, is already here. Well, that's because it is. And I might just have to take a road trip to Phoenix in a few months to be one of the first to experience what the future holds. But personally, I'm always going to want to drive. Always. I love it. Just not the traffic congestion. For I Drive SoCal, I'm Tom Smith. Thanks for listening. This episode was engineered and edited by Micah Palmquist.